Before I jump into this particular podcast, I just wanted to point out that I'm the first to say that my podcast delivery skills are not necessarily stellar. I'm not the most exciting speaker. Regardless, you're going to find that the podcasts are thick with information. I try not to sound like a morning talk show man because this is, after all, a tech-related website and subject. So I get to the point. So please forgive my dry and not so effective sense of humor, and I'll try to avoid that as much as possible. And I hope you get something out of these podcasts. Hi, this is Steph Mischuk, and this podcast is titled Web Design Nirvana Without the Web Standards. The web standard zealots have been running rampant on the web, spewing their tripe of how you must follow the web standards no matter what is happening in the real world. Why pay attention to how the most popular web browsers read and understand code? No, instead of pulling our heads out of the sand, we should follow the W3C wish list of how code should be rendered and use a bunch of fragile hacks to make our pie-in-the-sky code work. Don't be fooled. As you're hearing this, you must be asking yourself, why would anybody ignore reality? If it's raining, it only makes sense to use an umbrella, even if the weatherman says it ain't raining. Unfortunately, many in the web design community haven't. They blindly follow the teachings of the web standard zealots, despite the facts their websites are hacked up, require more work than necessary, and add no real value or advantage to the websites. Let's debunk a couple of the major web standards myths. I'm not going to go into great detail. I've done that elsewhere, but consider these myths. Number one, by following the web standards, you save money on bandwidth. Yes, bandwidth is expensive. That was a sarcastic statement, by the way. And saving a few kilobytes is going to make a difference. Yeah, right. Number two, by following the web standards, your code will be forward compatible, except for your hacks, where many have broken IE7. I hate to say it, but I told you guys this a year before it actually happened. Clean code, regardless if it's web standards compliant or not, makes for easier to maintain pages. Most of us, 99.99%, are building average websites where bandwidth limitations are not even being approached. Hosting is dirt cheap and getting cheaper all the time. In the days of high-speed internet, video, YouTube, MP3s, to quibble about 5K savings on a web page is a classic example of the old expression, penny-wise and pound-foolish. Along with the web standards foolishness, there's also XHTML foolishness. Let me give you a little background about this. Nerds, being what they are, love to get the latest and the greatest. Makes them feel special. So it's only natural that they gravitate to XHTML, the new and better HTML. Okay, yes, I know XHTML is XML. The point is that XHTML is not ready for prime time, if you know what I mean. It has two major flaws today. Number one, IE6 and IE7 will not render XHTML properly. So all the supposed advantages are totally lost. Number two, XHTML makes working with the DOM, and thus AJAX, a real pain. Since AJAX is the future of web application development, it would seem silly to me to hinder DOM scripting in any way. I mention XHTML because web standard zealots 
are enamored with XHTML. And so the pattern of continued denial of reality goes on. So how does one achieve web design nirvana? I hate it when people bellyache but don't offer solutions, so here is my solution. Number one, use the latest HTML and just be sure to close your tags and that your code is properly formed. This will make your pages easier to maintain and makes DOM scripting, thus Ajax, work much easier. And number two, don't use CSS hacks. Use IE conditional comments, and I have a video on that on killersites.com, to deal with browser issues like IE6's problems with CSS positioning and so on. I'd like to conclude this by saying that the real-world web standards are found in the browsers being used, not what the W3C would like them to be. I'm Steph Mischuk with KillerSites.com and KillerPHP.com, and that was my little rant on the web standards and XHTML. Before I jump into this particular podcast, I just wanted to point out that I'm the first to say that my podcast delivery skills are not necessarily stellar. I'm not the most exciting speaker when I'm doing podcasts. I still have to get used to it, I believe. Strangely enough, considering I've been doing videos for a few years. Regardless, you're going to find that the podcasts are thick with information. I try not to sound like a morning talk show man because this is, after all, a tech-related website and subject. So I get to the point. So please forgive my dry and not-so-effective sense of humor, and I'll try to avoid that as much as possible. And I hope you get something out of these podcasts. Thanks a lot.